Chapter 38 The Fourth Day The Youth of Today and Shelter When my sight opened, I was perched on the shoulder of Maha Kali. Alive and within the wind, my form shifted through the air and I could feel where no one could see. What a wild dream! Not a dream, she said. What is death then? You mean life? she asked. Is it a drama? Or a dance, she answered. This curiosity held my wind still. But what in the world does death mean? I know what you're thinking. It's not what it seems, she said. Then what part of me died? Hmm, did you ever notice that no one feels like cuddling a dead person because there's nothing within to cuddle? That's because our soul never dies, and only the outer shell of our bodily form experiences death's final struggle. She paused. Well, what does death do if I came back to you? We are of the spirit, and life is like a wheel. This cycle keeps repeating each time we're born, since we are given one lifetime to see how well our soul can feel and heal. After the body dies, the soul picks up right where it left off, and every moment is an opportunity to mend. Every second is a new beginning, because there is no end. You came back here, because this is right where you're called to be. And even the soul of the unborn baby who entered into death prematurely will grow into a new body, and in time, that soul will find what it needs. That baby's spirit is on a journey, and it will be tied to that mother. Oh, I'm afraid the woman who put that child down will have to heal what happened with that abusive lover. They may not heal in this lifetime, but they'll have to sort it out sooner or later. The cycle may repeat for countless lifetimes, but at some point, that man will have to heal and apologize to her. Maybe he'll turn into a rat next, and maybe his lover will pursue him as a hawk. There she'll hunt him down, because nature does not forget what happens, since we are not constrained by human thought. The scales of justice balance all cause and effect, and the truth is that there is no way around love. Only healing comes next, and so we must make up for all the pain we've caused. Otherwise, the suffering builds up and pulls the spirit into lower forms, and whoever is not growing to heal our spirit will have to answer to Rudra's storm. Every bodily form reflects a soul's past choices, and the soul's next life is not up to me. But rather, I am here as a mediator, as I am here to set the soul free, said Maha Kali. It was all so strange, because as I was floating about, I reflected on my past life as Levi, and once I recalled that journey, I was able to release all my heavy clout. And what can you tell me about past lives? Why can't we remember how or where we've lived? Shouldn't we remember what we did in the past? That way the journey of the soul will feel more collaborative. Past lives are an impression, but the point is to be here now. A past life is a single stitch on a grand tapestry, and so each life weaves us together in a way the individual would never know how. The soul is routed along a journey. There we are all tied together, and those twists and turns reunite us with our ancestors, who are our infinite sisters and brothers. Since the soul is of the source, we are not separate from the one. We are like brilliant rays of light shining from God's eternal sun, she said. O Maha Kali the Just, 
Can you help me understand why I'm living in this wind-like form? Is it due to my past mistakes and vices? Please tell me why I bear such a heavy storm. Learn to be where you are. Know there are no mistakes. Even the cockroach that hides from the sun is living out its own karmic fate. Each path of life is about growth, and you have grown beyond your last form. What you see as heaviness is the most important part of Rudra's storm, said Mahakali. But my anger feels like a volcano, and this sensitivity absorbs all the trauma ingrained upon this land. Any time I witness my fellow people miss the mark, I feel an urge to destroy all man. This is the spirit of the demiurge. It is a primal side that arises out of protection. You are integrating the dark side of the human shadow, and this mystical path will lead the people to a deeper heart and head connection. If nothing were to change, then the human world would remain separate and never get along. Think of this experience as a great dance, and your thunder is God's song. If these people have forgotten the power of love, then a storm must awaken them out of their fears. Even if the light in your heart seeks harmony, we must relate to them in a way that they can hear. Let us illuminate the night. May your winds howl until all people learn. The longer it takes, the more intense it gets. And after enough time, the tide will eventually turn, she said. But Maha Kali, what about the children? How is this fair to them? Every child comes from their parents. And so the family lineage is a result of every choice that family has ever made. The children must learn to relate to where they are, since they are also a continuation of a path of how their ancestors spent their days, she said. But who am I, and what is this form? I never asked to be the one who howls across the earth. I never asked to be this storm. You are energy, and energy is change. No body or mind is permanent but rather the energy of each moment is constantly rearranged. Do not cling to ideas of knowledge. Let it come and go no different than the dark storm clouds. You are the holy breath who carries my message, an invisible witness passing through the crowds. You have the ability to absorb the karma of others, since only wind horse can take the suffering of others upon one's spiritual self. Winds of change are coming, and I promise this storm is our cure in and of itself. Feel everything deeply. Do not push anything away. Be present through this passage, and once the storm settles, the breath within your wind will guide all beings on their way. The solution is for the children. It is how we heal this land. Trust in what is unknown and known, for you are one element of a great divine plan, said Maha Kali. You speak of healing, Yet so many of these people, creatures, and animals live in terror and pain. The more I feel, the more our skies cry with rain. There must be an easier path. O Maha Kali, let these people find happiness and ease. Give us a sign that this dark storm will pass. Guide us so all creatures and people of earth will still believe. You ask for a sign, yet there are infinite reasons to have faith. Don't you see that in order to help these people, the cycle of their suffering must first break, said Maha Kali. But what about gentleness and love? And what about justice and truth? But what happens if my storm destroys their shelters? 
And what happens if this storm liberates our youth? She said. Well, it's so sad to see our good qualities gradually slipping away and fading. And we better act quick, because I'm getting sick of how much it's becoming degrading. In this age when everything's falling apart, do you think I'm crazy for not wanting to take part? When morality is defeated, compassion deleted, all in the name of our desire? And we've got to be blind, we're just losing our minds. If we can't see this world's on fire, we've got to disengage. Can't you see this age dragging us down, down to the ground? We've got to disengage. And I think it's sad that our society's gone mad, possessed by taking more than we need. And our motivation's a sad situation because it's fueled by anger, envy, and greed. And if the world is on fire, then be the rain who puts the blaze out. Be the reason the suffering ceases. Be my wild howler who sets the people on the divine route. This world is heaven, but each person thinks they're the center of it all. These people are so tiny, yet it is their giant egos that created the beginning of humanity's downfall. Take a look through my lens, dear friend. These people are going to break if we don't bend. And is it too late to make amends? No. This new beginning requires that the old ways must end, said Maha Kali. It's so easy to judge people by the way they seem to be. And we must overcome this problem of selfishness so that all can live a life peacefully. Then break down the walls, she said. Yes, we'll break down the walls. Look beyond the fashion or the crowd that they are in. Look beyond appearance and the truth you will find. Look for what's inside before you make up your mind. Break down the walls, we'll break down the walls. Look at what's coming because soon that tower will fall, said Maha Kali. There's a war in the day, no peace at night. There's blood on the hands of man, yet they don't sympathize. The meat eater kills the cows, they depersonalize to justify, focused on their own lust while the helpless die. And it's ironic how we cry for world peace, but the violence won't decrease unless the murders cease. Look and understand in the slaughterhouse, who's really the beast? And I must demand that the innocent be released. Well, I've tried the best I can. I've tried to understand. Civilized man, so-called civilized man. Yes, I've tried the best I can, but who can understand this civilized man? Guilt-free, so-called morality. Oh, these leaders are lost in fallacy. Now you understand that so-called civilized man has gone blind. I have come to answer their prayers, and just as you asked, I will give these beings a sign. Go to where criminals and sinners gather. There, at the top of their temple, you will find one divine sword. It has been stuck in their temple for ages. Go find the just man, and he will provide the sign you're looking for. It is said that when we are determined, we find. But only when we are desperate do we discover. Like a diamond being formed, this path is the big squeeze that applies the perfect liberating pressure. No man alone has the strength to wield this weapon, yet only the mighty wind holds Aphrodite's key. Within your spirit is the mercy and severity to hold this weapon. Go on and discover the lion who will set the people free," said Maha Kali.